The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I... I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have uh, joined us this morning, and if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you'd like to join us on the video portion of the radio show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and you'll see us that we are streaming live there. You can blow that up. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. And uh, you can click on the little icon here for the platform that we're on. You can join us in the chat. Lots of people there excited this morning. I mean, who gets this excited at 6 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> it's always great to see everyone in there. And uh, 
a joy to be with you, and and I'm I'm really honored that you would uh, you would tune into the show. So thank you for that. But if you'd like to do that, that's on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Also, right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. Really, really good show yesterday. And uh, sometimes I get to hear it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I get the start, and then I have to go do something, whatever the case may be. Really good show yesterday. If you missed that, you can still catch that at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Also, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're streaming live on Rumble there, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Be sure to subscribe to the page there. Um, we are we're building that channel up as well. And also... The DLive.TV, The Sons of Liberty, we're streaming there as well as the front page of BeforeIt'sNews.com right on the top there as you get to BeforeIt'sNews.com. We're also on Roku on Cutting Edge TV as well. And hey, I love you guys too. (laughs) Um, So you can catch that there. Right above that is where you can subscribe to our email newsletter. Again, we don't rent your email, uh, sell it or spam it or any of that stuff. And be sure to sign up for that on sonsoflibertymedia.com as well. Finally, if you agree with our message and you would like to help us, support us, we don't ask you for money. We just tell you we have needs. Um, trust me, to, to for the biggest, I think, expense is when Bradley and his family are traveling. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to travel. Uh, hotels, foods, you know, gas now because they're not flying because they're not going to go along with the mask mandate. And um, it costs a lot of money. And, you know, what What do you say? Uh, sometimes that's just not there. So we let you know we have needs. And if you're able and willing to help us, then there's a donate button top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Make a one-time donation. Or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And that link is also at the top of the page. The store is open as well. New t-shirts and, and things of that nature. And this week we're highlighting the For the Children book. Okay. This is written by Stephanie, who is uh, Bradley's wife, and it's dealing with the abortion industry and the deception behind it. Now, it's a really small little book. You could probably stick this thing in the in your back pocket. And <clears throat> this week only, they're $10, but when you get one, you're going to get one free. So you buy one, get one free. If you've been wanting to get them to pass out maybe to um, your, your local sheriff, uh, people who have uh, are in positions of authority in your county, uh, maybe a state representative or something like that, or you want to buy some for the whole uh, representation of your state, that's fine too. You buy one, you get one free. So you're going to, you're going to save some money and you'll be able to use that. And let me tell you, this, this little book doesn't pull any punches. There's a lot of pictures in there and they're very graphic, but I think, boy, you know, when the ears won't hear it, you got to tell it to the eyes. You got to show people exactly what they're doing. Okay. So, uh, that's that's on special for this week. Now I'm going to have a hot. This is going to be a potluck this morning, okay? Simply because I, I'm running through so many things. I've got a probably a dozen videos downloaded. I've got to go through um, that, I, that I've picked up, and so it's going to be kind of a potluck today, okay? Of uh, different things instead of necessarily focusing on on one thing. But I did want to go over these. These names today for from the prisoners' record. These are the uh, political prisoners who are being held. Uh, I, I think there's a clear violation for due process and for a speedy trial and all that kind of stuff that's going on there. Okay, they're they're definitely political prisoners here in America again, and uh, this comes from the prisoners' record. This is uh, Professor David Clements. 
channel. You can I usually link to this in uh, what we've seen. Uh, I, I I link to it in the archive. Okay. So here's some of the names: Ron Melee, and I, I hope I'm pronouncing these names correctly. Joseph Hackett, Sergeant Kenneth Harrelson, Scott Fairlam, uh, Coy Griffin, Derek Kennison, Eric Warner, Felipe Martinez, Paul Johnson, Jake and Angeli, Jacob Anthony Chansley. I, I guess that's maybe he goes by one, and and that's and the other's his real name. Kyle Young, Christopher Worrell, Jack Wade Witten, Michael Foy. Robert Bashler, James McGrew, Guy Reffitt, Joseph Lino Padilla, Douglas Jensen, Peter Steger, Julian Cater, Ryan Nichols, George Tanios, Shane Jenkins, Daniel Goodwin, Paul Hodgkins, Dominic Pizzola, Tim Hale, Jennifer Heinel, John Mott, Tracy Sundstrom, David Judd, Luke Coffey, William Isaacs, Steve Quick, Mike Quick, Zach Martin, Joe Biggs, Victoria White, and um, there's some other lists that are coming. So I wanted to make sure that uh, people are aware who are not aware. Um, you know, whether we agree with these people on Trump or not is sort of irrelevant to the fact of that they are political prisoners, and they did nothing but go and protest, which is supposed to be protected under the First Amendment. So. Uh, now that's been blown up, but we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that today because there's something that's out, and I let me just go ahead and I'll, I'll hit off on this first. Okay, so how many of you guys have seen the um, the the QAnon people? Hmm? You've seen oh, Trump's going to be reinstated July the fourth. Oh, and JFK Jr. He's going to be the uh, vice, He's going to be the VP for it. Okay, I mean, you heard that stuff, right? And none of it happened. And we and and you read the Q stuff. Just trust the plan. It's coming right around the corner. It had to happen this way. I mean, that's what this is. What they're this is the point to where the writers who push the Q stuff are at. They're they're not they're not living in reality here anymore. Okay. Does that make them dangerous? Depends. It depends on what their propensity is. On most of them, no. I think they're waiting on everybody. I think they're waiting on Trump to do for them what they won't do for themselves. Okay? I don't think that makes them dangerous. I think it makes them dangerous in the fact that they're not doing anything. That they're always looking to Washington in that. And that's not everybody, so I don't want to broad brush that. But I do see a lot of them doing that, and they want that to happen. Well, now, we've had talks that, uh, okay, August, I don't know, is it the 15th? Something like that. Trump's going to be reinstated. Trump's coming back. So we've got this out of Yahoo News. And it's it's all over. Uh, a lot of it was being talked about yesterday and the day before. Department of Homeland Security says online calls for violence are increasing due to election fraud and other conspiracy theories. See, this is how you know it's the corporate-owned Mockingbird media. Conspiracy theories. Right? <clears throat> Conspiracy theories. This is what the CIA used, the term they used to discredit anybody who disagreed with the narrative that was being put out by those who ha- who were eyewitnesses to the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Okay? 
So, so what's going on here? Well, let's take a look at what Yahoo News. Now, watch what they do here. I want you to pay attention to what they do. They drum it up. Oh, calls for on. I mean, look, they're specifically telling you increasing due to election fraud. These uh, online calls for violence. Now, watch what they watch. Watch how they put this. The bullet points are DHS is monitoring online information spread through social media and other platforms that may incite violence. The department said it does not monitor individual posts or engagements. Okay. Then how are they monitoring it? (laughs) (sighs) A top DHS official told Congress in June, the spread of conspiracy theories could result in violence. No, the spread of tyranny will result in violence. You know, we, we, we mentioned... The fact that Amos talks about that when we don't deal with those who are doing evil, those who are doing wicked, what's going to be the what's going to be the problem? It's going to come to our front door, and literally, they're talking about coming to our front door now. Okay, they're literally talking about coming to our front door now because we haven't dealt with them. Here's what it says, and pay close attention to what comes after the statement. In a bulletin released Friday by its Office of Intelligence and Analysis, the Department of Homeland Security said it has observed an increasing but modest level of activity online by individuals calling for violence in response to unsubstantiated claims of election fraud and the alleged reinstatement of former President Donald Trump. Quote, we are currently in a heightened terrorism-related threat environment. Yeah, it's because we got an illegitimate president. We've got an election that's been stolen. We've got a scam that's being run on the people. We've, we're we're engaged in genocide here in this um, in this land through the use of what we're told is supposed to be good for us and keep us from the invisible boogeyman called COVID nineteen eighty four. And DHS is aware of previous instances of violence associated with the dissemination of disinformation, false narratives, and conspiracy theories about the 2020 election, according to the bulletin provided to Insider, which which was also shared with federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial officials. Then here's, here's the catch right in the middle of it. While the department does not currently have evidence that specific events are being targeted. It said in the bulletin that it remains focused on the nexus between violence and extremist ideologies. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing extremist about saying, look, there is evidence that voter fraud was committed, election fraud was committed in 2020, and that people want the guy that the people voted for in office. There's nothing extremist about that. There's everything lawful about it. Let me tell you what's extremist. When you go and you start installing unconstitutional agencies like the Department of Homeland Security, I don't know that Homeland Security has really stopped squat. I told you I was in a... I was going to... um, I was going up to to see Bradley, actually. And this was back in, like, I think 2014 or something. So I'm leaving out of Charlotte. Veteran there. I'm not going through the, uh, you know, turn you into the Incredible Hulk gamma ray thing there. I go around it 
and I talk to the person who is violating my rights, who's, who's engaged in criminal activity. And this is a veteran who's doing it. Okay? He's rummaging through my stuff. He's trying to be nice. And I'm just like, guy, um, you, you say you're a veteran. You took an oath to uphold the Constitution. What are you doing here? The Fourth Amendment says I'm supposed to be secure in these things. My stuff. Right? My effects. My person. You're not supposed to be patting me down. And this guy was going, well, you know, they tell us that this is administrative. And I said, where do you see that in the Constitution? They're making junk up. And this guy said, well, this is not the hill to die on. And I said, well, what's the hill to die on? He goes, well, if they come take our guns. And I just looked at him and I said, you know what? You've already failed the test. You're already breaking the law num- numerous times of a day doing this to your fellow Americans. I said, you'll turn over your guns too when they come. Why? Because they're going to tell you, we're going to take your job. You're not going to have, you're not going to be able to do this, that, and the other. And he just kind of looked at me funny. And he says, well, we haven't had any more planes flying to buildings. <laughs> See, he buys the narrative too. He buys the narrative too. And so I just said, yeah, but go look back at all the stuff you guys have let on. 18-inch daggers, knives, all this kind of stuff that you guys have let on. But because planes hadn't flown into buildings, <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Homeland Security, the FBI, they're behind a lot of what you see as terror attacks. They know the, they know the people. We find time and time again they've interviewed the people or they've handled them. The CIA gets involved at times, too. I mean, you can go to Garland, Texas. You can go to the, um, the, the instance where they wanted, the, the guy wanted to behead Pamela Geller. FBI knew all about that. They did nothing. They gave the green light for it. Those are just a couple of examples. And yeah, you can talk about the compartmentalization if you want to do that, if you want to buy into the narrative that they give you. Then my question is, what good are they there for? Because they're not outlined in the Constitution. Again, the people who are outlined in the Constitution to enforce the law are me and you, the militia, and the various states, and the President of the United States. Those are the law enforcers under our Constitution. That's it. But it's interesting. We haven't found anything here that will deal with this. Okay, So that's the first thing. So I don't think that, I don't think for one minute that you're going to be seeing this change come over. Now, somebody mentioned in the chat room, uh, Al, I guess Alex, I guess that's Alex Jones, said that Trump was out of it. Probably. He's made mention that he's going to run um, in 2024. I know his worshipers will appreciate that. And yes, many of you are worshipers. Some of you are not. I get it. Some. I want to make distinction. There are some people who are not. They call him out and they ask questions about what he's doing. I get that. But there's a lot of people Trump is the idol. He can do no wrong. He's never done any wrong. And uh, everything is just like he said. Okay? That's idolatry. That's idolatry. Now, I want to I bring... I told you this is going to be a potluck. So, let me, let me bring you a couple of things. I'm going to bring good and bad in between what's going on here. Now, our friends, uh, Adam and Bethany Heichler, they're doing this stuff out there. Okay, they're going to these school boards, and uh, Bethany was kind enough to send me uh, a couple of videos, so I want to share those with you. Forgive me if I trip it up a little bit here, but I'm, I'm tr- I am going to try to 
Uh, I'm going to try to play some of this. This is about three minutes. Here's Adam. It's really quiet, though. I don't know why. I wasn't sure if I was going to speak at all. Um, just okay. sitting here and, and <coughs> listening and watching I'm, again. Um, some things, that, as well as something that was just holding me. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to pause it, okay, because it's really, really low, and I apologize for that. What I'm going to do is I'll get the videos, and I will make sure that they're uploaded. They're, they're, Adam's very soft-spoken, and uh, I don't know that the mic is really picking up and echoing out there, so apologize. Thank you for sending those, Bethany. I will get them up in the archive, though, uh, both videos. And apparently there was some brouhaha there at this particular um, school board meeting, and... But the thing I wanted you to see was that Adam's still going and he's doing what we had on the show we were talking about. So, um, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll have it up so people can see it. But I did want you to let you know, yeah, there are some good things that are going on too. And this is a standing up against the tyranny. This is doing it at the local level. I think this is where we got to have it. Somebody came in at the end of yesterday's show when we were already off the air. And I kind of watched the comments as they come through and they go, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Well, there are different places where you stand up to tyranny. See, if you're not standing up to the tyranny of the mass mandate, that may be the line where you draw and you say, okay, I'll go along with that, but I'm not going any further. But there's a lot of people willing to go way beyond the mass mandate. You've got to stand up to tyranny when you see it, where you see it. Sometimes that's going to be in your local store. Sometimes it's going to be in your school board. Sometimes it might even be in your church. Yep, right there. And you have to make that stand against it. There are some other things. For instance, I love to see when the people come out and they get together and they protest what's going on in their respective countries. For instance... France and Italy. Now, I have, uh, as soon as I can get these kinds of things, I like to put them up. I really do. We get enough bad news. It's great to see. And I've got video after video. And I don't know why um, Twitter does this when I grab these things. But if you click on this, you can see the whole, if you click on the little bird, the little tweet or whatever, um, it'll bring up the, the full thing. And so I want to be able to play a couple of these. This is coming out of Italy and France. And again, they're growing in numbers week by week. Okay, And there's a ton of videos here in this particular article. I'll have this up at, at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Let's take a look at a few of these. All right. Check this out. I mean, the people are just not having it. Look at the riot police. I don't know what the police think. I, did, they, did they think that the people were just... You know, if they've had enough of their trying to curtail their voice, that they're going to be able to to deal with these guys, they're going to get run, they're going to get run over, man. They're going to get run over. And so you you see a little bit of what's going on there. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a couple of these. Um, and for you guys on Red State Talk Radio, yeah, this is coming out of out of Italy and France. And it's, it's almost like London. We cover that on, on Saturdays. 
when the people come out and they are in the street, I mean, just as far as you can see, the people as far as you can see. Here's another one. Just lots of people all in the street. And what are they doing? Well, they're protesting the vaccine passports, these health passports. Now, this one was interesting. These were the quote-unquote fully vaccinated people. And they were standing with the people who had not been vaccinated. And they were burning their, or this is what's alleged, they're burning their vaccine passport cards. I don't know what the lady's saying. This is in Italy. So if you got, if you know Italian, no green pass, I get that. But all of these people who've been vaccinated, okay? And you remember Italy. Now look, I don't doubt that there were a lot of people who took the jab there in Italy because that's where all that propaganda was. Uh, where they went and told us all these people were killing, were being killed, and this, that, and the other. I bring you to this to make mention of something else. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are His delight. Across the world, in states and counties and countries, what are we seeing? We're seeing a deception like I've, I've never seen before. I, everybody I talk to says, especially here in America, I have never seen the American people respond to something the way they did with the COVID-1984. I did. And for those who have seen through it, there's no way that we cannot see it. Uh, we, you know, we can't be like the guy who says, I, I'd like to take that blue pill and go back in the matrix thing. There's no way you can do that. Once your eyes are open to it, you can't go back, you can't go back from that. And I think there's been a lot of people who've seen it. This is why they're having such a hard time getting the numbers that they say they want to have. And in addition to that, there is the issue that the numbers they're telling you they have, they don't have. They're just not true. They're not true. And so they're acting just like their father, the devil. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Now, with that in mind, let me take on this, and I've got two more stories that I want to I bring up here. Now, Bradley's going to take one ish, He's going to take one instance of this today, from what I hear from uh, yesterday's show and a little bit of talk after. I don't know the specific person that he's going to be dealing with, but this is something I've noticed. I have, um, and I really need to get my other thing so I could just kind of go around and show you how things are laid out. But I use several different browsers for a number of different reasons. Some to keep certain things separate because you use passwords, and if you use them on the same, on the same. Um, browser, then it'll close out your other one. So I have to use Microsoft Edge. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, It's definitely better than Internet Explorer, but I use that in the mornings to set up Rumble uh, and to post the schedule posts for Sons of Liberty on Facebook. And every time I open it up, you get the MSN news, right? 
So yesterday I opened it up. I think it was yesterday, or maybe the day before. I opened it up, and, the, and this the, the 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 chick who was on Night Court. See, some of this stuff I just remember from when I was I was a kid. Uh, Marky Post. She had died. Now, probably over the last several months, I have noticed when I open that up, they are constantly having people that that have died, and they range in age from you know down in their thirties. To she was seventy, I think, and which really made I was like kind of stunned because I'm like, okay, I didn't know she was that old, and so it makes you feel old anyway. So you go in there to read them, and everyone I read, almost without fail, almost, they don't give the cause of death. They just don't give the cause of death. So there have been several that we've run across. We've run across this rapper DMX. We've run across. Um, there was the guitarist from the uh, the band Cinderella. I mean, he was he was still fairly young. I mean, fifty eight doesn't sound old to me, right? <laughs> um, we we had Hank Aaron. What was that earlier this year? Um, we've had all kinds of celebrities. Okay, and here's what I did because I haven't been keeping like some kind of tally or note of this. But what I did was. I just put in celebrity deaths 2021, okay? And usually you you have some. Some people, I mean, I guess they're celebrities that you don't even know, okay? Um, so we this is the top. We've got um, uh, Prince Philip, which I'm pretty sure he probably went ahead and took the jab. He's old enough. He he wants to become a virus anyway to come out and take half out take out uh, half the population anyway. Um, then we had Jessica Walter and uh, who I don't know. And DMX. I don't know him by his music. Uh, I know him by his name. That's it. Okay. Um, and so, let's see. I'm just going to scroll through here. There's quite a bit, bit of them. <clears throat> okay. So, here's here's one. Now, uh, this is Bismarcky. I remember him when I was a kid. All right. You say you're just a friend. Yeah, I'm not a singer. Uh, anyway, he was the guy who sang that. Okay. So, this one it says he died after a battle with complications from diabetes. Okay, that's that's kind of a um, that's one where you actually have something that's said about it. The rest, of, many of these don't have anything about how or why they died. Okay, but then the question I have is: okay, if he died from complications to to from diabetes, did he get the shot? Did he get the shot? This just happened in July. Did he get the shot? There's no mention of that. Now, this is the guy from Cinderella I was talking about, Jeff Lavar, uh, 58. Undisclosed reasons. He died from undisclosed reasons. This is uh, Charlie Robinson. Now, again, he's he was on Night Court as well. And it says he had organ failure due to septic shock and metast- metastatic adreno carcinoma, <laughs> the type of cancer. Ah, some of this is not good to be trying to pronounce words in the morning. So he dies of this cancer. Okay, fine. Um, let me slide down a couple more people. I'll just, some of you are seeing Robert Downey Jr. or Robert Downey Sr. Excuse me. He had uh, Parkinson's. Obviously he'd been battling that for five years. So that's obviously not this, but it does, it does beg the question. Did he have the shot? Did that increase whatever he was dealing with? Okay, and there's all kinds of people on here. Um, this lady was obviously fighting some cancers. 
uh, that she had. And some of the, I'm not trying to, to pinpoint everybody as having taken the shot, but there are some that where I do ask that, that kind of question. There was one I went down through here and, um, and I saw, <clears throat> uh, clearly this guy, this guy was from uh, Skid Row, the band. And, uh, he said he had told his fans that he had been diagnosed with liver failure, uh, about a month before this. So he died in June and um again i don't know if they had a shot i don't know if that contributed to any of this stuff or not there was another one though that i i was going down and i looked and there was something you you guys remember the the captain gavin mcleod the the love boat yep he may 29th of course he was 90 you know but uh, even at 90 there are some pretty lively people at 90 years old there really are and so I'm just kind of curious as to you know what went on there. I don't I don't know if there was a shot there. B.J. Thomas was a singer. Um, he had been diagnosed with lung cancer, and there was another one. I keep thinking there was another one here that I read, and just the description was a little off for me. Uh, okay, here was Tony Cantane. Now here, this one was interesting, okay, because I I brought this up when she died as well, and look, there's no reason she's 59. There's no reason. But we do know that she had spoken about getting her shot previously to that and thinking this is the only way we go back to normal. Okay? Um, There was... I know there was one more that I went down through here and I was looking for. So if I don't find it, I'm going to have the link here. You guys can check it out. And there was a specific person. And it was interesting because... It was like they acknowledged that they had gotten the shot, but then they said, oh, we can't confirm that. And doing this live radio, so I don't, uh, I don't remember the specific person because I don't, I can't, I don't know half of these people who are on here. Okay, here's Hank Aaron. This is the one. This is the one. You guys remember he had taken two shots. He had just gotten his second shot. I think he died within about 20 days of getting his second shot. Okay, he was fine before then. And look at what it says here. He died peacefully in his sleep, the brave said, but no cause of death was given. Isn't that interesting? In fact, they didn't even put in the um they didn't put in the report. You had to go looking for it to find out that he even had the two shots. So my point is is this. We're having the media control even how people die. We already know they were doing this under the Trump administration because we had Dr. Burks come out and just say it right on television. We're taking everything and labeling it as COVID. No, more is, no longer is the truth about how someone dies relevant here. We have an agenda to push forward, and we're going to do it whether you like it or not. And I want you to pay attention when you see a news headline of some celebrity or whatever die, pay attention. If there's a legitimate cause, they'll usually state it. They were fighting cancer. They had a liver dish issue or this, that, and the other. And I know some people get weird, um, you know, with the whole QAnon thing. And they'll say, oh, they were often. They took the easy way out. And they, you know, all the, I just, I don't know that I buy any of that. Okay, I just don't buy any of it. Nor would I want our government 
engaged in that kind of behavior either. Okay. And I've done a whole show on that, um, from the guy out of Nazi Germany who suicided himself in order to protect his family. And that's what some of them have brought up about that. So I'm not doing that at all. Okay. All right. So that's there. Now there's a couple more things I want to bring to your attention if you haven't seen them. And that is, this is on the good front. This is a good news front. Okay. There is a guy in Arizona. He is a state senator. Tony Navarrete, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Tony Navarrete, he's an open sodomite. He's 35 years old. And, uh, yeah, he's been uh, arrested on multiple counts of child sex abuse. Now, why do I say that's good? Well, it's good he's been arrested. Now, the issue is, are they going to bring justice? My guess is no, because justice would require that you deal with this guy in a manner that is not a jail cell. It's more like a coffin. Um, here's what we're told about uh, Neverett, uh, Neverett. He's in the process of being booked into jail. This was, at the time, it was reported by Phoenix police following reports of multiple instances of sexual abuse involving a minor. Local media have said, citing authorities. The 35-year-old Democratic senator was arrested on Thursday. Police took him into custody after receiving a report of sexual conduct with a minor that occurred in 2019. Arizona's family news outlet reported. Uh, he's reportedly suspected of multiple counts of misconduct, and other charges are also believed to have been brought against him. Quote, the suspect was arrested and is currently in the process of being booked into jail for multiple counts of sexual conduct with a minor, among other charges, said a law enforcement report published by a journalist from ABC 15, Arizona. Now, again, here's these things here. What's going to be the result of it? What are we going to see from this? Are we going to see the same thing to where we're going to, we're going to, the people are going to get stuck with more bills to take care of more criminals? Is that what it is? That looks like what we're being set up for, that's for sure. And again, if we're not going to bring justice in the matter, what are we encouraging in that? Hmm? What are we encouraging in it? We're encouraging people to be lawless. We're just encouraging them to do that. Again, this you know said that um, this guy, this state senator, was said, and just so you know that I'm, I didn't just make a headline up here. They said that he's to be an open sodomite. I don't use the term gay because it's not relevant here. Served one term in the State House of Representatives following a 2016 election before being elected to the Arizona Senate in 2018. You don't think somebody helped him get in there? People in high positions? Yep. He already made, and he's easily controlled because he's engaged in what he's engaged in, okay? He already made local headlines this week when it, when it was reported that despite being vaccinated against COVID-19, he tested positive for the virus. Imagine that. <laughs> Uh, he said that testing was not a death sentence. That's his word. But rather a uncomfortable inconvenience. Well, it's that way for everybody, dude. <laughs> the vast majority of people who get sick from this alleged virus get well. 
You say, well, we don't want people to be sick. Well, you know what? Sometimes we get sick. Or what we call sick. It's really, we, we've learned that really when we're sick, it's our body healing itself. It's getting rid of the toxins. It's getting rid of what's bad that we've taken into our body. That's actually a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Nobody likes to feel like that. I'll tell you that. We, nobody likes to feel like that. And yet we have it. God's built it into us so that we are able to heal ourselves. Or our bodies are able to heal themselves because that's the way God has designed them. So that's this one. Now this one right here is the really... Oh, this one. this one is the really big one for me. Because in all of this stuff, everybody sees where everything's going, right? You do see it. This 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 WWE match that's going on up in DC, where they're you know uh, going to push through another three point whatever trillion dollar uh, infrastructure bill. None of that money's going to infrastructure. Just just so you know, or if it is, very little of it is. Watch where the money goes. In fact, they've already been pointing out where some of this stuff's going. It isn't going to infrastructure. This is all about drilling the economy into the ground. Okay? You're going to do that. You're going to create a whole bunch of chaos. And out of chaos comes what? Read the back of your dollar bill. The New World Order. And they've got the pieces in place. There's no question of that. Okay? So they're wanting to drill that down. They're wanting to spend all this money. And the hypocrisy... Are these Republicans who got behind Donald Trump's bill last year that was double this? And now they're talking about tax and spend, tax and spend. Okay? And then Donald Trump came along later on with the Congress in the year, and he did another one. And I'm just saying, they're playing the same game. If you're still caught in this, we got to vote red. This is going to sort it out. You still, you still are part of that problem there. And I don't say that to demean you. I'm just saying there's a real problem in understanding where we're at and how you're being deceived in that. Okay? And speaking of those, the Bible tells us whoever walks in integrity walks securely. But he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. And we're seeing these guys... On the one hand, they're taking and they're they're saying, "Oh, when our guy's in in power, we got to do this." The invisible boogeyman's out there. We we have acted lawlessly. Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't say that, but we're going to say we're doing this right, and we're going to have to do these other things that are still wrong too. The unconstitutional spending, none of that's authorized in our constitution, folks. It's really not. And a lot of it goes to pay off a lot of their buddies, their banker buddies, their business buddies, all these kinds of things. We saw that in the COVID relief uh, bills that were there. Now, so some of us have been looking at, you know, prepping, getting back to more of an, uh, some of an, an agrarian kind of culture. Some of you uh, have never left that. You, you have uh, canned, you've grown your food, all this stuff, and I highly encourage that, especially with what we're coming up with now. But here's a story out of Pennsylvania. An Amish farm was fined $250,000 facing jail time for humanely raising and selling food 
to willing customers. Let me give you a little bit of this story. This comes, is, is there really a town called Bird in Hand, <laughs> Pennsylvania? Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania. That's interesting. You learn something new every day. Amos Miller and his family has been running Miller's Organic Farm for over a century, providing willing and highly satisfied customers with milk, chicken, beef, and eggs. All of the food coming from Miller's Farm is beyond organic, humanely raised in a non-factory setting, and the animals treated with dignity as they spend their entire lives naturally and stress-free out on pasture. By any moral standard, Miller's Farm is the leading example of what farming in America should look like. I agree. Unfortunately, because Miller uses humane techniques and treats his animals well, this has put a government target on his back. Recently, federal judge Edward G. Smith imposed sanctions on his farm, ordering the family farm to pay over $250,000 in fines or go to jail. Because the Millers don't use the USDA factory farm methods, this makes them non-compliant and thus an enemy of the state. According to the order, in order to affect defendants' future compliance by making them aware of the seriousness of their violations and the consequences of future violations, what, what is, where is there a violation of law by doing what our, all, you know, our forefathers used to do? Farm. This is part of the problem. This is why if you have presidents or representatives who go into office, especially in D.C., who are not against the United Nations, and I mean against them, not just big talk, they're like, "Mm, we're going to cut this off. We shouldn't be doing this. We're going to reverse treaties. We're not going to give them any money, nothing. We're not going to give you a tip of the hat. We're getting you off our soil. Out of here. See you. Wouldn't want to be you. You got that. And then they come in and they're for all of these unconstitutional agencies like the USFDA, USDA, whatever, the EPA, all this stuff. When did we give authority in this document for government to tell us how we're going to raise our animals or our food? Just where did we do that? I have a real problem with the whole health department stuff. Even when you go out to eat. You know why? Because I, I, I used to be in that industry. When I was in high school. You work in a pizza place. Right? Um, what was it? Godfather's Pizza was where I worked. I haven't seen one of those in forever. But I can tell you. Yeah, sure, we'd do some cleanup and stuff, but overall, when we knew the health inspector was coming, boy, it got spick and span. Otherwise, it's just kind of how things are going. And nobody out there eating the pizza knows. They think everything's up to standard because you got an A rating up there. You got an A plus or whatever the, the rating was. That doesn't do anything. What it is, is it's an extortion. They come in, they're going to get paid, and then they're going to leave. And what happens in between that time is anybody's guess. And the point is, is this. If you're going to go out to eat, one of the things is, is you're going to accept certain risks of what you're going to get. You don't know where their food came from. You have no idea. You don't know what kind of countertops they're working on. 
You don't know any of this stuff. Okay? So all of that's going on. Here, they're telling them that they want to make them aware of the seriousness of their violations and the consequences for future violations. Defendants are ordered to pay to the United States. This is the federal government. Within 30 days of the date of entry of this order and persuade to written instructions that the United States will provide to defendants a fine of $250,000 or face further monetary and other penalties, possibly including imprisonment of Amos Miller. Now, let me tell you something. DHS is worried about violence from people who erroneously think that Trump's going to be reinstated sometime this month. I got to tell you, this kind of thing right here should have the people up in arms. That's what that means. Up in arms, guns, okay, in that community. It really should have them up in arms over it. The federal government has zero authority to be telling farmers what they should do and what they should not do. Zero authority. We didn't give them any authority like that in our Constitution. However, many farmers are on the hook with the federal government. And you know why they're on the hook? That's right. You got it. Bill up money. They've been subsidized for years. Many of them fall into that. I kind of doubt the Amish are in that group. They might be. And if they are, well, then you're on the hook for that. But I don't think that's the case here. We're told by Food Safety News, Smith also ordered Miller... This is the, the, um, the, the judge here. He ordered Miller to reimburse USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service for its enforcement costs. <laughs> Add insult to injury here. Totaling $14,436.26. You know that's bunk. You know they didn't spend that kind of money to do what they're doing. And Miller has 60 days to make the reimbursement. Now, Matt Agaris, who put this article out, he also goes on to say this. According to the USDA, the farm is not complying with USDA regulations on how to label and process their food. But Amos says the methods which they use predate the USDA, and the farm and its members have a right to free assembly and the right to choose how their food is processed without the USDA dictating to them on how to do it. Amen. That's exactly right. And notice this. To be clear, not a single one of the farm's customers has filed a complaint. The USDA is unilaterally going after the farm for failing to use their approved slaughterhouses which stress and harm the animals before they're killed. Even if an animal is pasture-raised and cared for, the USDA requires it be loaded into a truck and hauled to one of its approved slaughterhouses where it spends its last moments alive surrounded by death and corralled into tiny pens with other animals being, before being killed by a person who never raised it. It's, I mean, it's, it's absolutely incredible. According to the farm, their human and chemical-free methods are the reason people seek them out and join their private food club. The ever-increasing environmental toxins from the overuse of synthetic chemicals makes modern farming very questionable. The ethical part, consuming animal foods, leaves doubt in the minds of many. 
Members of our community have joined us because they have chemical sensitivities and only started to heal and thrive once they began consuming real nutrient-dense foods. They depend on our farm food. Members with a vegan background started enjoying animal foods again once they realized that the death of an animal doesn't have to be cruel. Well, again, even if it's the, the not labeling and things, we've seen over and over and over and over and over again where these unconstitutional agencies don't follow their own laws. They don't even follow their own rules. Are they are they fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars? I'm talking about the people there, not that the fine comes from you and me, because it shouldn't be coming from us. Are, are when's the last time you saw that? Huh? When is the last time you saw that? You see, the tyranny is coming at different measures. It's not just the COVID stuff. That's the one that's right on the front. And yes, we're going to keep hitting on that. It's coming from a multitude of angles. And I got to tell you, I think the simplest thing at this point is for the people to deal locally. And that is in your county and in your state. And in the state, we need to seriously consider breaking away from the D.C., beast okay when you go back and you look into scripture one of the things you see comes out of the book of revelation it says come out of her so that you don't partake in her sins and her and the plagues that god's going to put on her there is something to separation there and so what happens is is we've gotten so accustomed to looking at things and saying it can be no other way when our forefathers wrote in the Declaration of Independence that there comes a time, Thomas Jefferson said, where you're going to dissolve that and the people will institute new government to secure their liberties. Friends, it's past that time. It's way past that time. Because we're about to get in some really dangerous waters. And I think we're going to see that probably by the end of the year. We're going to see a lot of things that are going on with these shots. And it's going to cause a lot of chaos. And I think there's the issue that we need to start pushing to take our sovereign states back as sovereign countries. That we are citizens of, in my case, South Carolina and others, wherever the state is that you're at as well. So be thinking of that. Those are the answers. We, we give the answers here to the problems that we're presenting. And it's the people. It's not the politicians. If you think the answer is the politicians, you got to correct that thinking. All right? Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll be back with you rotten to the core Wednesday tomorrow. See ya.